Election College, episode 19, 1841, and his accidency in this episode of Election College and Tyler too. Let's throw a political party. Face it, the political scene sucks, but did it always? It's time for Election College, and class is in session. Now, your hosts, Jason Goff and Ben Smith. Hey everybody, it's Ben Smith. And I'm Jason Goff. And in this episode of Election College, we're not even talking about an election. Say what? So, 1841, an election year, right? Uh, no. Oh. What are we doing Wait, okay, here? so so our, la- our last episode was 1840. Yeah. William Henry Harrison wins the electoral vote, right? Okay, so he blows Marty out of the water. 234 mm-hmm. to 60 electoral votes, right? Why? Why are we doing an episode about 1841? I have no idea, because it's Thursday. Right, because it's Thursday. Great, and, great reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, Harrison, he gets inaugurated on March the 4th, 1841. It's just another cold and rainy day in Washington, and we're just yeah. hanging out. Harrison's mom's like, hey, Harrison, don't forget to wear your, your hat and your coat. Except I doubt she I doubt she really said that, because she probably wasn't around. I know. <laughs> But somebody had to be like, you always wear an overcoat and a hat, right? Yeah, the Secret Service or something, even though they didn't exist yet. Yeah. he He's standing outside in this cold, rainy day, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to be brief today. I'm only going to give a two-hour address, and I'm going to lay out the Whig agenda. I'm going to repeal Jackson and Van Buren's policies and talk about how I'm going to do that, and we'll we'll just make it two hours. That's it. Yeah, and you know old Danny Webster, his friend? He's like, hey, Willie, Willie Harry. We don't have a real nickname for William Henry Harrison, do we? Um, No. (laughs) Should we call him Willie? Yeah, let's call him Willie. So Daniel Webster is like, hey, Willie, let me help you with this. I'm going to edit this down a little bit. So actually, the two hours is quite merciful to everyone involved. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Being the everyman he was, Willie decides he's going to go to the inaugural balls, you know, because he's the one being inaugurated. And he goes to three of them, which is like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's remember, he is the oldest person at the time who was elected president. He's 68 years old. It's 1840 when he wins the election, 1841 when he's actually inaugurated. So... Let's just get real for a moment. The average life expectancy in the 1840s was about 40 years old for guys. So in today's numbers, like he's 130 years old, right? <laughs> I think that's how that's calculated. I think that's exactly correct. Yeah. Hence, uh, it's like dog years. Yeah. Except a little different. Human. So yeah, his mom probably wasn't around the time to put on his coat, most likely. But like you said, somebody did, surely. Yeah. Yeah. So, jo- so John Tyler... Uh, do you remember him? He's the you know the vice president. Yeah, he's our buddy from Virginia. He goes back home after the election and after the inauguration stuff. He goes back home, 
and hangs out because that's what vice presidents do at this point in history, right? Right. He doesn't really do a whole lot. He leaves the appointment of the cabinet members up to Harrison. He's like, yep, you're the president. You got this. Go for it. And Harrison gets some advice from Tyler. Uh, Henry Clay's trying to influence Harrison. And Willie's like, you know, I don't really know if uh, if what he's saying is right. So he gets some advice from Tyler. But mostly he's not really doing a whole lot. Uh, You know, this is kind of funny about Tyler. So he's sworn in the same day as Harrison, right? Mm -hmm. As Willie. And his speech is three minutes long. So it's a little shorter than two hours is what you're saying. Yeah. It's kind of like my wedding. My wedding ceremony was like 15 minutes. It was like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's just get married and go. That's what John Tyler does. He swears in the new senators. He attends Harrison's two-hour speech, does a couple (laughs) other things, and he's like, hey, I'm going back to Virginia. I'm going to chill out there. Yeah. He really doesn't do a whole lot, and he continues not to do a whole lot as it moves forward robert seeger the second uh who is tyler's biographer he actually says that well spoiler alert real quick here had william henry harrison lived john tyler would undoubtedly have been as obscure as any vice president in american history which is a nice way of saying he didn't really care to do much yeah so let's talk about willie again so Mm -hmm. remember no hat, no top coat on his inauguration day. Probably didn't have a scarf on either. <sighs> Always Ro- wear rookie a mistakes. hat. Rookie mistakes. So he normally rides in a covered carriage because, you know, that's what you do. But he comes to the inauguration on horseback, trying to be a tough guy. And he's <laughs> definitely, definitely overcompensating how um, he's accused during the campaign as a backwoods type. So he's looking real dapper. He's he's got his his pomade hair grease in. He's got his three piece suit and his pocket watch. He's got his top hat and his monocle and his cane. At least at least half of what I just said is probably true. Because it's eighteen forty, forty one. And I mean, he's vibrant. He's strong. Yeah, he's doing his thing. He's standing up to Henry Clay. So he's still considered the leader of the Whigs, and he's trying to exert influence on the cabinet. And Harrison is like, hey, I'm the president. We're going to do things my way. And this rivalry intensified between Henry Clay and Willie's buddy, Daniel Webster, when Willie says to Daniel Webster, hey, Danny, I want you to be the Secretary of State. Danny Webster is... um. He's Clay's arch rival in the Whig party. He he's a Whig, but they're not they're not best buddies. So Harrison's still keeping busy. He's got a ton of meetings and he says, I am so much harassed by the multitude that call upon me that I can give no proper attention to any business of my own. So basically the guy's saying, Just let me go to the bathroom for a minute by myself. <laughs> I just need a break for a minute. And he is. He's things are humming along. He's like, I'm the president. We're going to do things my way, and people are wanting to be a part of the movement, you know. And on March 26th, this is three weeks after the inauguration. He gets sick. He gets a cold. It's just a cold. It'll be fine. Yeah, they go away pretty quickly. Yeah, 
some of us, it seems like every uh, every inauguration that the media says, remember William Henry Harrison? He And they say it just like that. They lower their voices. <laughs> <laughs> William Henry Harrison spoke for two hours. He got the death of cold and boom, a month later he's dead. But in fact, it wasn't until three weeks after the inauguration. He gets sick and... He's unable, be, he's unable to sleep. He's got all these people all up in his grill. <laughs> and his doctors are like, okay, let's try applying opium and castor oil and let's get some leeches and Virginia snakeweed. And that's going to, that's going to heal Willie right up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's coming into his office saying, uh, hey, Willie. You know, you've got some open positions. I'd really love him. And he's and he's laying there like, I've got leeches on my face. <laughs> Could you leave me alone? I'm trying to get better here. And you want a, a job. Stop so it. obviously he's delirious. I'm delirious thinking about this. Oh, man. Ben. Yeah. He dies nine days after becoming ill on he- April the 4th. He dies. He just had a cold, though. Well, if you had leeches on your face, you'd die, too. Oh, man. I can't imagine. going. Th- I can imagine if I was going to get better going through that. Like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm fine. I just had some le- leeches. It's fine. But, like, if I'm still going to die, I don't want leeches on my on me. But So, anyway, Harrison, Willie, our, our friend, is now deceased. Well, what do we do? Yeah, you need to get old John Tyler off the mothballs. He's hanging out in Virginia. Not that he's exactly had long to do so. Right. He probably doesn't smell too bad. Right. And on the morning of April 5th, uh, he gets word that Willie is dead. And John Tyler's like, this is my moment. I'm going to shine. He is. I'm thinking he's probably playing Whitney Houston's one (laughs) moment in time. This is his date with destiny. I actually heard that that song was inspired by Tyler. So I think it was the opposite way around. He wasn't inspired by it, but it was inspired by him. So everybody knows. I mean, it's just just common knowledge that if the president dies, the vice president becomes the president, right? Well, kind of. See, the Constitution at this point just says that the vice president is going to take on the duties of the president. So Tyler kind of <laughs> he gets he gets word that you know he needs to take a shower, head back to Washington and assume the role of the president. And so he really takes the bull by the horns here. It's his one moment in time. He decides I'm going to be sworn in as the president. So he's in his hotel room in Washington. He gets sworn in and that's it. He is the president. Hmm. So maybe to us, but Henry Clay is like, you're the vice president and your presidency is a mere regency. But then again, I mean, Henry Clay just, he just wants to be president. So maybe that's why he's saying that. Yeah. And Henry Clay is actually not alone in this. A lot of Tyler's opponents never fully accept him as the president of the United States. He was actually referred to, to many by mocking na- nicknames like his accidency. <laughs> oh man, that's rough. <laughs> that's I, that, I would have some self-esteem issues. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, when they're playing Hail to the Chief and some people are like, <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah. But Tyler never wavered from his conviction uh, that he was the rightful president. And when his political opponents sent correspondence to the White House addressed to the vice president or acting president, Tyler said, I'm not even going to open it, return to sender. And yeah, John Tyler, the president. Pretty gutsy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk a lot more about his presidency in the next episode. Do we have anything more to say about Willie? Actually, he's buried not too far from where I live. He's um, His tomb is right where Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana meet. He's buried in North Bend, Ohio. It's kind of a cool location that a lot of people in the Cincinnati area don't even know about. So if you're ever out my way, look it up. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. He's um, kind of off off the beaten path a bit. Yeah, and, and get this, Ben. The church where his funeral service was, uh-huh. they tore it down in the 1970s. Ugh. It's like it was old or something. Yeah. They're like, I think they tore a lot of things down in the 1970s, unfortunately. But his legacy lives on. There's statues around town. And I mentioned in the last episode that there's a city in Ohio even named Tip City because of mm-hmm. his victory in Indiana at Tippecanoe. Yeah. And hey, a little bit of history there for you. Yeah. I mean, that's so unlike what we normally do, provide history to people. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I think we need to branch out into yeah, that. Pro- probably a good idea. <laughs> Get a little stale. <laughs> Some people appreciate that history, Jason. Yeah. And we got this really cool comment from FU Radio. I'm not going to assume what FU means, but... <laughs> FU Radio says, I never thought that the topic of 200-plus-year-old election history would be so interesting, but surprisingly, it is, and it's presented (laughs) in an engaging way. So, yeah, that's exactly how we came to form this podcast. Uh, We were just talking, hey, let's have a podcast. What are we interested in talking about? And I know both of us didn't—we knew some things about election history, but— um, I'm learning a ton of things. Yeah, me too. And thanks, FU Radio, for giving us a shot, even though you didn't think it would be up your alley. Uh, we're glad you decided to click on the download button. That's very cool. If you want to support us monetarily, you can go to electioncollege.com slash Amazon. Nothing that you buy will be more. If you're already going to buy something on Amazon and you want to help us out, uh, run the show, pay for hosting, etc., you can go to am- uh, electioncollege.com slash Amazon and anything you buy will get a little piece of the pie and you won't have to pay anything more. Yeah, and you know, we really enjoy hearing from you on our social media sites. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at the Election College and also over on our website. So connect with us there. All right, everybody. This is Ben. And this is Jason. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.